The following Hello, everybody, and welcome to the commentary for The Kingery Season 11, Episode 11. Be careful. Yeah, everything you know is wrong. I got the title wrong right away. I'm doing well. Um, <laughs> with me for this episode is the writer of this episode, Susan Bridges. Hello. And our special assistant guest director for this episode, uh, Jeff. What's your last name, Jeff? I'm blanking. <laughs> Jeff Robinson, and it's good Jeff to be Robinson. here. Jeff Robinson. I called you Jeff Anderson in the commentary last time, and I don't know why. Wow. No worries. So I'm batting a thousand right now. Uh, I'm the director, Dave Morgan, if I didn't say that earlier. Um, episodes are happening while, while I'm, I'm chat, chatting here. Um, this is uh, Major and Cass in a bar. Uh, Jeff did uh, this scene. Lovely little bar ambience here. Is, uh, Major kind of sums up her philosophy of ass kicking. <laughs> yeah, this was a this was a fun scene to edit. As uh, as you and I discussed, Dave, I'm a fan of uh, you know rapid paced uh, dialogue, witty back and forth is is my jam. I I uh, I prefer doing the you know you know everybody coming hot on the heels of the previous line versus those like more drawn out scenes. So this was a this was a natural fit for me. And uh, yeah, the Kingery in general, you know, is, is pretty yeah, much all, I mean, all like that. So, we, so it was for good. the most part, yeah, we're pretty snappy with our dialogue. And that's <laughs> of course in part, thanks to our lovely writers. Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with, you know, slower pace on a scene, but you know, for this show, like keep it peppy, kind of snappy. Hey, <laughs> Yep, and uh, lots of uh, lots of great improv by the uh, by the performers in this scene, which yes. uh, made it uh, fun to you know select select which take. Lots of uh, good good choices to go with, and uh, finding who plays off of what line the best, and that kind of thing. So, so yeah, it was really cool uh, getting to be a getting to be a part of this one. Yeah, Chris and them are always really good at throwing out improvs and ad libs and trying totally different takes on lines. So they're they're always fun to work with here. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, we do love when the actors just, you know, run with it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and that's, you know, a sign that they're really comfortable with their parts, too, is that they can just go on a, a tangent with it, but they're still totally in character the whole time. Mm -hmm. I mean, Am uh, has been doing Major since season two, and I think uh, Chris has been doing Cast since, like, season six, so they're well, well settled into their, their roles. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's really neat to uh, see the longevity of uh, of the cast on this show for sure. Oh yeah. Or maybe there was a friend who left before we got here. Not sure. Great uh, music selection, I, I must say. Uh, by the way, Thank you. I, I, yeah, I know you did the. Uh, I, I I did the sound effects and some of the mixing right. for this scene, but uh, the uh, you know the music on top is always the uh, key uh, to to giving you the overall ambience for the scene and uh really like yeah, i always enjoy do, doing gear. doing the scoring for episodes and this is a scene where it's perfect for some ambient noise you know instead of just a generic soundtrack it's kind of like a quartet or whatever in the corner playing while they're at the bar over here it adds space to the room mm -hmm. exactly oh so then we're gonna mess them up no no we are fucking not she's just ready just yeah. <laughs> I was just going to mention, you know, some of the more subtle sound effects I tried to work into this scene are like, you know, uh, when people talk and, you know, they're animated, you often hear um, sort of like sort of a chair creaking noise. It's one of those exactly, more subtle yeah. effects that I try to try to work in there every so often. to. Yeah, to exactly. Especially a scene like this where it's otherwise just two talking heads. Exactly. Yep. 
Yeah, or at one point, you know, a character pounds the pounds the table to emphasize her point. Um, another one of those more subtle effects that you try to work in there, uh, here and there, not uh, not too often, because otherwise it it uh, it's it's something you want the audience to not consciously notice necessarily. Right. See, Susan, Jeff gets it. We should keep him. Yeah, yeah he's a good. He he's good. <laughs> I'll stick around a while. <laughs> It adds so much ambiance to the scene. It makes you feel like you're really there. <laughs> by the way, all by all all the uh, all the slurping noises um, came directly from uh, Major. You know, the she yeah, actually I re that. Re <laughs> recorded the slurping. I, I did not I, have to go out and find separate slurping sound effects because uh, they were provided readily for me. I totally believe that. <laughs> well, we all know it sounds better that way when you do it, you know, as part of the line. So. Yeah, it does. Oh, I mean, it's be oh, totally. better to have somebody that's actually has a drink of water or something there and they can give you a little <laughs> noise okay, rather than trying to edit it in later. It works, but it just sounds more natural. Yep. <laughs> now we are back at the uh, precinct picking up exactly where we left off last episode. Um, Hooks is still dripping. Um, I would... Think it's yeah, mostly so dried by now, but you know who knows where he's been. <laughs> so you're saying that Dr. Bowerman um, it, who knows what's on him? So who knows various rates of dripping? Exactly, it's various stages of drying and wetness, and <laughs> it's it's disgusting. But you know, you gotta go through some shit to escape sometimes. You know, I think in my first draft, I didn't have him dripping. Mm -hmm. And then I think it was Pete that was like, shouldn't he be dripping? And I'm like, well, well you see, it's, it's not quite clear how long and how far he had to travel. So, but maybe it hasn't been that long. It can, it can, it can happen even from other reasons, not just, you know, getting in a porta potty. Why worry so much about you then? Do you think she'd come just no. for you? Uh, I don't know. But yeah, I, I, this is this has got to be fun when you're picking up directly from a scene somebody else wrote. I mean, I know you guys work on the whole season as a whole ahead of time, but still, you're picking up right where Cat left off last episode. So. It follows nicely, though. So I recently wrapped up uh, co-directing uh, Pericles for Penn and Shakespeare, and uh, it was neat to hear uh, Russell Gold, our Pericles, in uh, as uh, as Zeph in this production. Certainly a different role, but uh, enjoyed getting to work with him, uh, work with his lines again. Very, very talented performer. Yes, he is. Um, yeah, I mean that's one thing that's fun with our little pendant family is we pop up everywhere. Like mm -hmm. Doing little voices here, little voices there, and so you're getting to see their whole range if you listen to enough of our shows. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll also say that uh, you know I recently went back and and uh, said you know what I need to go back to the beginning for the Kingery and and listen oh. from from episode one and uh, oh, I, I wow. went back and listened to episode one. So it uh, was uh, was neat to you know hear. Books in this episode, and you know the very first episode. I don't know if there's any other characters or, or performers who have been been with the show since you know episode one. But uh, Asa is in episode one, but he was a different actor back then. Um, I think that's it. I, Tithia might be in there. I don't know if she comes in episode one or two, but yeah, uh, yeah, those are our, our long timers right there. Perry Whittle and Cat uh, Pride. Yep. Yeah, well over a decade by this point, right? Eleven, uh, no, eleven seasons, but like fourteen years. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think now I feel old. So old. <laughs> it's okay. Hey, Just lie down over here. You'll be fine. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll get you some hot tea. It'll be, it'll be nice. Not too hot. A little honey in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great line. I don't want him to take a shit without you smelling it. Um, bit late for that. I love the, that unfolding the scheme all comes down to Googling weird shit. That is totally my sort of filing style. I can't explain it. Weird shit. More shit. <laughs> Nobody listens to them because yeah i had to do a lot of research for this episode to be like wait where are we what yeah is happening? well we're coming up to the end of the ep- end of the season so this is where you have to wrap everything up and so you're like oh crap how did we get here <laughs> yeah this was a tough one <laughs> now we're back to uh briggs's quarters another more more character scene here with uh doc and doc briggs and asa Mm-hmm. I feel like oh, we Jeff should did maybe finish our conversation really nice. from the other night. You're right. Yeah, this one uh, obviously a little, Sorry. little uh, slower pacing from mm-hmm. uh, from the first scene of the episode. Um, you know, one thing I had to play with is uh, you know always when when you have one character knocking on another character's door and like they mm-hmm. haven't come in all the way yet, you got to experiment and play around mm-hmm. with uh, where to place that sound exactly. You know, you could have sure, sure. To have them talking from behind a closed door, but then it sounds all muffled, and you know right. you're not sure whether the audience can understand what they're saying. But uh, that's uh, one of the things I enjoy: placing people in the space and saying, you know, yeah. what uh, what barriers exist here that uh, that we're filtering the sound through. It's playing with audio action figures. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so many different uh, routes you can you can go with it when uh, when doing that kind of thing. It's not you. I know that. And this is a nice sl- slower pacing, not just because of the relationship. This is also two older characters, so that, that's going to be making it a little slower paced too. So, but it's it's nice, nice. That we're, we've got a relationship between two more mature characters here. Ace's probably sixties, and Doc's probably in her fifties. So. I barely remember who I am as a person. So, it's not just always young, cute people in love. Sometimes it's older, cute people in love. To latch on to the one person who makes me feel a little bit normal. Oh, okay, but just let me say my piece here. Uh, There's a nice monologue in here from both Kim and from uh, Edward here. And I feel like that's important. At some point, I'll have to go back and uh, find out the backstory of this scene. I have to admit, I'm I'm, a little in the darkness. You are in for a roller coaster ride of fun, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) It's just... Because, yeah, it is quite the uh, soap opera we've uh, evolved over the years here. <laughs> I guess a little bit. Hmm. Well, you know, it's, it started out as, you know, Sopranos meets, you know, Deep Space Nine. But we've, especially these later seasons, we've really, really dug deeper into the characters and explored them more. Uh, more that's than just, true, that's true, yeah. Just adventures... With crime bosses. We still do those. We still do some nice heists now and then. But, you know. Less explosions. Yes. More heart implosions. (laughs) I'm sorry. 
I'm really sorry about that one. So much going Delete that. Though. Edit that part you out. Really do. <laughs> well, the 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 implosions are are easier to mix than the explosions. So sometimes. Good start. I am so tired of starting over. I've done it a few times. Yeah, great performance from both mm, of them in this scene. Yeah, that line. I'm so tired of starting over. I mean, how many of us can can relate yeah, to that? Yeah, especially these characters over the past few seasons have had to start over many times. Yeah. Take hooks for a meal. Change of clothes. Back into the precinct here. You up for this? Slowly separate everybody off into their their groups. You bet we've gone. I've got a lot and let Maddie and Cal get to work. Yeah, there's a lot of who's going to go where when. And poor Chris and Aaron, they got one line and left. <laughs> but that happens sometimes. Yeah, you have to uh, go back to the uh, mid-season episode for previous references to uh, Reyes' cooking. Cal and I are going to crunch through these so Susan, I'm curious to ask, do you, like how many episodes sort of are, are the plot like mapped out in advance, like a, an entire season? Is it kind of like, you know, half a dozen episodes or so? I'm just very curious, you know, with a with a long running show like this, you know, I'm sure you've got to kind of make sure you don't write yourself into a corner, so to speak, and uh, not have, you know, anywhere for the characters to go, kind of how, how that all works. Yeah, we uh, actually, we plan out the whole season. So it starts with, we finalize the writing staff on a per season basis. So if anyone wants to leave, they have a chance to do so. You know, we don't, <laughs> we don't imprison them. So <laughs> then um, after that point, we, uh, we either have a chat or we do email like, send all your ideas for next season kind of thing and then we kind of weed through those and then um usually tilly is the one who puts together like a rough outline for the seasons and then uh we all have a chance to give comments again and then after that everyone submits like their top three episodes and so we try to give people the episodes they really want to write so that's how we do it yeah very nice the system the works, kids. Like yeah, when you've got so many characters and plot lines, I imagine you have to be quite methodical and not uh, not sort of just kind of wing it episode by episode for sure. <laughs> well, Tilly writes <laughs> the, the outlines, and I would like I more detail a lot of the time. The so a lot of time, I'm like, what the hell is this? <laughs> you know, but um, usually... It give it's loose enough that it gives some freedom, you know, that we can come up with things along the way. But right. yeah, yeah. I'm glad you like there's a character that might come up that we really like. It was always scheduled for one episode, but we find a way to work them into more <laughs> something like that, and yeah. then more seasons, and then they're just here forever. Very good. <laughs> Better than. Very or if someone misses too many deadlines, then we just kill them. No. <laughs> I don't think we've ever we've done much that drastic. Usually we just recast them. But. No. Usually we don't do that. Or or they just disappear. Oh yes, I'm sure. I don't doubt that. Recasting with extreme prejudice. What did I do to deserve such fine treatment? Here's a afternoon snacks here with Zeph and Dokken. I don't think I'd go that far. Hey. Again, for this scene, Jeff did most of the work for the music. I just kind of had the idea of just the radio on in the background. Maybe maybe just a little bomb chicken bowie, but you know, not too much. 
After <laughs> of course. It's kind of romantic and chill. Yeah, great chemistry between these two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait. This is oh, Zeph is always so much coffee. fun to write. Ah, it's all coming back to yes, you. he's so fabulous. Again. Wonderful. Uh, I'm sorry. I guess it'll keep happening for a while. Yeah, it's okay. That I'm right. I get to surprise you and look like a genius, so it's win-win. Isn't win-win but it is interesting to see the differences between the two couples that were kind of split up by the fifth, with uh, Zeph and Doc and then Asa and Doc. How one has... <laughs> kind of found the joy in rediscovering themselves while the other has really struggled with it. So, I, I, I like the way that Doc and Zeth have kind of rediscovered each other. That's a, that's a cool way to look at it, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I bet this is a bit of a change after uh, hearing Russell and Pericles. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Russell is terrific in this scene. Oh, he is. I had too much fun, apparently. Yes. Yes, I did. Well, you know, we've got to have these kind of scenes sometimes. Got to earn that, that hard R rating. <laughs> With more than just language. You know, I'm the one that pushes that hard R Yes, you are. You are. <laughs> You're the sweet and innocent one. Yet you you write some of the filthiest, nastiest stuff. <laughs> I am a bad influence. And we love it. I don't need those things. I got what I need. It's always the quiet ones. Due to my rigorous I think you could stay for at least another hour. So hurry up and finish that coffee, so I can get back to surprising you with more of your favorite things some of which you may or may not remember yes <sighs> oh well and we fade okay. tastefully fade to black on that <laughs> <laughs> now we head out to the to the, the kingery thoroughfare with uh, jason Corey, who are trying to find something sure I like that I put in there just a tricorder, you know, like that. Just tricordery scanning noises, but but <laughs> yeah. but our own our own proprietary invention. So it kind of sounds like a sonar. Perfect. <laughs> that was very hard for me to try to figure out. Okay, how far can I push this so that you hear it the whole scene, but it doesn't drive you mad? Right. Because <laughs> you do it too quiet, you you lose it part way through. You do it too loud, and you you want to throw your device out the window. <laughs> it's a delicate balance for sure. It really is. It really is. But we, we manage somehow. I don't think that three whole signals is that big a deal. You're right. But now there's more signals popping up. And I don't know why. This is just my my weird brain working. I picture this scene. It's kind of cold and it's snowed recently, but isn't currently snowing. <laughs> I don't know why that's how my brain works, but it is. Mm-hmm. Thanks. And they're just bundled up, holding it close to themselves. <laughs> I, I I don't know. We, we've never really discussed the weather. I think one time we spec- one or two times we specified it was raining, but other than that, you know, we've never really worried about the weather too much. But that's how, how it works for me. <laughs> 
I love that these two are just such good friends. They can tell each other to fuck off all the time. And no problem. That was a great I put, I put too many jokes in everything. No, that's okay. Yeah, that ringtone, I recycled it from Tabula Raza, actually. <laughs> from, from when That was one of the characters' ringtones in that. So I hoard things. So I've got stuff from... The first director's test still he put me through. I I've st I could still go back and use if I wanted to. <laughs> That's the way to do it. I need help. When did that start happening, do you think? Really recently? Today. And this is new. You know the weird shit reports. And all the people we made out of. The weird shit reports. Ports. I'm just going to start, every time I, I send a report into engineering at work, just call it Today's Weird Shit Report, see what happens. <laughs> I'm sure that would go over very well. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh! Yeah! I mean, oh no! Look, just, thank you. Thank you for reading our reports. Just hurry up, Corey. Time's running out. Find the boss. She's just so happy that somebody's actually read the report. She's not just sending them out there to the ether. We were gonna do that anyway. Okay, yeah, but you know, a bit faster like um right now. Hurry up! Let's go. Alright, alright. This is uh, one of the few times actually we visited Allison's office where there hasn't been anybody there, so no radio. You know, that too. It's been a long time. The last time we did it was, I think, when Allison and Maddie came in right before Allison came out as trans to, to Maddie. And even then, she turned the radio on really quick, so, so it was weird. It's just, it's quiet. Too quiet. You're tracking. Tricorder thing again. Yeah, tracking the boss. Probably not the best idea, but you got a good reason, so she'll probably forgive you. Probably. <laughs> Maybe. It's hard to say. thinks it's like a back signal. But for all the nut jobs following socks. Ah, fine, I guess it could be. Okay. Each That's show, she's like that. in the thoroughfare. Cool. Maybe she's shopping. Oh, stop it. No. <laughs> she was in the thoroughfare. Now she's in the I see the dot moving across the screen. Alright. She's really moving. What's going on with her? Might as well head in her general direction then. Yeah, alright. I'll keep pinging her phone. Come on. She's that way. Music is excitement as no. they start heading down the hallway. And there's just enough dialogue that it felt a little too weird to have them in the hallway the whole time. So that's why I have them go on, go back outside. So what's that about? You kind of hear them pass through the doors quickly. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. You don't like anything. Chase, hurry up. <laughs> and there we are that's uh the penultimate episode of the kingery for this season um one more to wrap up all those loose ends that we have um 
Everything you know is the lovely voice of Adam Blanford coming into the credits. Uh, yeah, so that's it. We're almost through another one, kids. Yay! <laughs> and then, then we get a break. Yay! <laughs> as much as we love doing this, those breaks are nice. And uh, so uh, we'll be back in about a month uh, with Tilly Bridges and Garen Fitzgerald as our assistant director. So that'll be fun. Um, as always, leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, let us know what you think. We love those. Let, tell your friends. Tell your enemies. We're not picky. Um, visit our website at uh, pendantaudio.com, at Pendant Web on Twitter. We're on Tumblr, if that's still a thing. We're, we're everywhere. If you just look under enough rocks, you'll, you'll find another, another, king, another uh, Pendant podcast. So that'll be fun. Uh, so, uh, Jeff, thank you very much. Thanks for joining us in our little playroom for an episode. Thank you. And with that voice, we need you to actually audition at some point. That's a lovely bass voice you have there, by the way. <laughs> and, of course, thank you, Susan, as always, for joining us and uh, writing another fabulous episode. And thank you. Great job, you guys. Awesome. So until next time, we will see you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening.